Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillahi وكذلك جعلناكم امه وسطا لتكونوا شهداء على الناس ويكون الرسول عليكم شهيدا صدق الله العظيم بعيد اي جاست سايدز فروم سوره البقره ان ميت الله عز وجل از ريمايندينج اس ذا ستاتس اوف ذا مسلم امه الله سبحانه وتعالى از سينج هير اند ذا مينينج اوف ذا ايه از ذا وي هاف ميد يو ذا جاست امه اور ذا بيست امه for the believers and uh, you are the witnesses over the mankind wa takunu shuhada ala an-nas wa yakuna rasul alaykum shahida and rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the witness over you and the <coughs> what it means by this ayah as the mufassirin discuss they say that here allah azza wa jal is telling us the rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the day of judgment will be witness over us that he has provided he has uh, he has given the message of allah azza wa jal to us and we are the one who are given this responsibility to take this message of islam to the rest of the world and hence we are witnesses over the mankind and uh, we know in the last khutbah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he delivered on the on the hajj that he performed he asked the sahaba around him that if he has delivered the message to them and sahaba they replied with yes that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he conveyed the message to the to to them and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam made allah azza wa jal as the witness that he has delivered the message the way allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked him to do now this job is on our shoulders that we have to take this message of islam to the rest of the world and not only that allah azza wa jal is also telling us that we are the just ummah we are the ummatun wasata we are the one who are the one who uphold the justice not only for the muslims but the whole mankind and that justice can only come it can only come if islam is in the position that it is supposed to be meaning islam becomes the way of life for the people whether people enter into fold of islam that allah azza wa jalla has given them the choice but this way of life of islam has to prevail to bring justice for the mankind and we can see 
that if Islam is not present in the lives of the people as a way of life, that the kind of ills that prevails in the, that prevail in the society, and we see that those ills are no different than the ills that existed prior to Islam. The, the, the time before Rasulullah was appointed as a prophet, and we refer that today, the time as the days of Jahiliyyah, the days of ignorance. And we find the very same days of ignorance have come back because Islam is not in practice. Islam is not in practice as a way of life. Yes, individuals are following Islam. Yes, there are individuals who are actually, uh, actually entering into fold of Islam as well. But when it comes to living Islam as a way of life, that does not exist. Hence, we find the ills in the society prevailing the way it prevailed in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam before he became the prophet, which at the time that we refer to as a jahiliyyah. And I'm going to talk about a little bit about, inshallah, because we don't have much time, just the social aspects that existed at that time when Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was appointed as a prophet. That we can see the similar parallels today as well. And those are when Rasulullah was he was a prophet, he was appointed as a prophet. The people over in the Arabian Peninsula, they used to bury their daughters alive. Not all of them. Of course, their generation was, was moving forward. The new people were coming into the world, there were women still there, but there were quite a few people who were doing this because of, of, uh, because of thinking of poverty or to carry the women, the, the way of life they have from moving from one place to another place or whatsoever. Or some of them, they were thinking of this is kind of a disgrace for their, for, 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 for their people to have a girl born in their family. And Allah Azzawajal talks about that. And he said, وَإِذَنْ نَفُوسُ زُوَجَتْ And when the souls shall be joined with their bodies, وَإِذَا الْمَعُودَةُ سُوَيْلَتْ When the, when the ma'uda, the, the, the buried infant child will ask, بِأَيِّ دَمْبٍ قُتِلَتْ For which sin I was killed. Now, it seems kind of a strange that I'm bringing this example, and I am saying that the very same examples exist today as well. The world's biggest democracy today, which is India, over a billion people live over there. What we find there, the real product of this democracy is causing over there, the people are in a huge number, which is in millions on a yearly basis, they are aborting if the, if the, if the fetus is female. If the, the child is about to be born, going to be a female, about 15.6 million Children are aborted because of that. On, a one, on one year, one of the numbers I have is from 2015. This is the reality of the democracy. Why? Because of they think the same way. If the child, if the child that will be born will be a girl, that will be a disaster for the family. They look at it as there's going to be a disgrace for the family. It's not going to be as productive a boy can be for them from the worldly perspective, because who's going to bring how much capital, that is going to decide whether the child should survive or not. That's the fruits of the capitalism that we see in the biggest democracy. Same thing we see in China. When they came up with the law of you can have only one child per family, 
So they started choosing whether the child is going to be a male or female. <coughs> Hence, in both India and China, they have the biggest off-balance between the male and females. There are more males than the females. To an extent, in some of the villages of India, there are brothers who are sharing one wife. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. And you can go and you can find these videos, even interviews of those women, how they are living with multiple husbands. That's because of the lack of women there. Because they are aborting the females, and now they are not having enough females over there. There was a story that was published last year. It was on CNN actually. Where a family was going to bury their child, and they heard a child was crying. Because in the same cemetery, few hours prior to their arrived, somebody buried their daughter alive. Because the daughter was, was born in the family. Whatsoever the reason was, whether it was the daughter was born in the family, whether it was because of illegitimate uh, uh, relationships they're having, and at the end of the day when they have a child, they bury them. Whatsoever the reason was, it is because of the very same reason because of Islam is not in practice. We find in the days of Jahiliyyah, as Aisha radiallahu anha, she mentioned about the kind of marriages they used to have, or the relationship, the sexual relationship they used to have in the Jahiliyyah. She said, <coughs> there were four kinds of marriages prior to Islam, and Islam accepted one. The one in which the man goes to the father of the, of the girl and asks for the hand. And if, if he approves, and of course she approves, then they would move forward with the, uh, 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 with the marriage contract. And the other three, the Jahiliyyah had, and we probably find it today as well, in the so-called civilized societies. What were those kinds of marriages? One of them was like this. The woman would stop sleeping with the husband until she goes through the menstrual period and now she is clean. Now she, will go, she would go at that time and sleep with a noble person until she gets pregnant with the blood of that person. And the husband would not sleep with her until she gets pregnant. Why? So they can get the, the noble lineage in their families. Well, surprisingly, not too far from that. Similar things we find today as well. They're going to those semen banks and looking for the samples of eggs and the semen so they can put them together and come up with the best baby. Whether because at that time, lineage was more important. Today, it becomes, okay, what's your height, what's your skin color, what you look like, and your intelligence, and all those things. That's more important, they go by that. Because that's what really fulfills the purpose of capitalism. Over there, tribal thing was more important. So, they were looking for the blood from a better tribe in their lineage. Here, other things are important, they're going for that in a similar way, or a little bit, okay, we got more advanced. We're not going to send the wives to sleep. Maybe there are some of them doing that as well. Unfortunately. 
Then similar, the second kind of a marriage they used to have was a woman who sleep up to ten men. And when he gets, uh, when she gets pregnant, pregnant, she would just point, he's the father, and he becomes the father, he has no other choice. And the th- fourth, fourth kind was, a woman would sleep with as many men as she wants, she would have a flag in the outside her house, or whatever the room, and whenever the flag is raised, she's, a, she's available. And she would sleep with as many people as she wants, and then she would go to a person, who would look at the baby, Look at the father, by their resemblance and all those things. She would, uh, he or she would decide, okay, he's the father and he has no say now. He has to accept it. Well, guess what? You find a very similar things. Now you don't have those people who are deciding by the resemblance. Now you have DNA tests. One of the brothers was telling me about a show. He was, junk shows there on the TV. They talk about these kind of things. A woman came. And she came with multiple guys. And then they ran the DNA test to find out who's the father, find, found out all those guys sitting there, none of them were the father. They don't even know who the father was now. So the Jahiliyyah is back in, the, in service again. When Islam is not there, brothers, we will go back to the similar Jahiliyyah as we saw. In the time of Rasulullah prior to he became the Prophet. And those ills are no different. You find the similar ills are happening today. Whether they are social system we talk about of that time, or today's time, or the economic system we see at that time, or today's time. When Allah Azza wa Jal said, When Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about the people who cheat, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the one who give less when they are giving. And they take equal amount when they come, it's up to them. We find the similar things even today as well. Even the people, for example, if you, they are get, getting involved into riba, which is haram, you put your money in the bank, and they will give you certain percentage. You take the loan from them, they will ask for more, higher percentage uh, uh, of, of the riba from you. So the similar laws are back, similar things are back because Islam is absent. And now that goes back to my first part of the khutbah. All this is going to continue to go on unless, unless we perform our job as the Muslim ummah. وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَكُمْ أُمَّةٌ وَسَطَ لِتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ there is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, you are the best ummah, you are the just ummah, you are the one who provides the justice to the mankind. And you are the ones who are witnesses over mankind. So be the one who will be answered, standing from in front of Allah Azza wa Jal on the day of judgment by delivering this message of Islam to the mankind the way Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam did. And he did, we know, the way he did in the Meccan life when he carried the Islam in a manner that he established the deen of Allah azza wa in Medina first. And from there on, we see the how exponentially the growth of the Muslims occurred over the 10 period, 10 years period of time Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was in Medina. So that is what we are asked for, 
And that's the way we should be looking for the da'wah. Our da'wah should not be just merely thinking, oh, I'm going to bring one person to follow Islam. Yes, we should do that on an individual basis as much as we can. But at the same time, our target should always be, can I have Islam implemented? What am I doing for that job? That's the way we should be looking at the da'wah of Islam. To call the people to live under Islam. So they will see the justice of Islam. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and the Sahaba, they had proved that in the past and it will happen again. And that can only happen especially when we are living in the West. Number one thing that we have to remember for that is to have our own identity of being a Muslim. And Muslim identity has, the Muslim identity has to be there. We cannot raise the kids in a manner that they're thinking that they have other identities than Islam. Whatsoever those identities can be, whether they are based on race, whether they're based on nations, whether they're based on land, all those are from Jahiliyyah. And we have to stop thinking of that kind of mentality, that kind of identity to have for ourselves or our children. Because Allah Azza wa Jal has already told us the only identity Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept is the identity of Islam. And whosoever, whosoever, he desires other than Islam as the way of life because the way of life is the one that provides the identity. That identity will not be accepted. The only deen, only way of life is accepted in front of Allah Azza wa Jal is the identity of Islam, is the deen of Islam. And if he is going for anything else, he will be from the loser. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.